0: The woman in the red dress will get you every time and will stop you from earning what you deserve. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where we talk about how to get the best out of yourself and how to build a life that you can't wait to get out of bed and live each day. This podcast is my attempt at documenting my journey, sharing my insights and what I've learned from being the private mindset and mental performance coach to some of the country's top athletes, rich listers, entrepreneurs, and running events for tens of thousands of people on how to better themselves and those around them. This is for those driven to achieve more in life, but are often underestimated by those around them. This podcast is my attempt at helping you prove your doubters wrong. Please enjoy. Driven mofos. This episode is going to be probably the hottest episode when it comes to making money. So if you want to make more money, if you want to earn greater wealth, if you want to get ahead financially, this is what you need to hear. The question is, will you really wanna listen? And most people don't, which is why they won't get ahead financially. But anyway, let's get into it. All right, so today I was with one of my clients. This client is financially very successful, has you know well over an eight-figure turnover in his business, and is doing great. And we were talking about this and he was a bit stuck financially. Now you think, well, for pretty much everyone listening to this, you're probably thinking, shit, eight figures, how can he have money problems? There are money problems at every level, believe me. But anyway, I was talking to him and we were doing our coaching session. So he pays me every month to sit down and we go through and we work on his mindset. Now, why is that so important is because mindset is your wealth. If you don't work on your head, you're never going to get the wealth that you want. Full stop. Now, I hear people every week who are broke, who are struggling financially, who are stressed out all the time, who are worried all the time say, oh, well, you know, I don't believe in that. Well, that's cool. Don't. Okay, I hang out with a lot of really rich people and let me tell you right now, they put more time, energy, and effort into learning, growth, mentorship than what you could probably even possibly even imagine. What normally happens is that broke people, people who are stuck financially, people in the lower class, the lower middle class, and the middle class, they all think the same way, right? They all think that money is something that's going to change their lives. The thing is that a wealthy person thinks when I change my life, then the money comes. A broke person thinks when I get money, then I'll change my life. That's why they're broke, right? Broken people are always broke and broke people always broken. I know that some of you, this is going to piss you off, but look, if you're not hitting the financial targets you want, you got to be honest with yourself. And if you're stuck financially, if you're going around in circles, you're not where you want to be. You keep chasing all these ideologies like financial freedom and you think that life's going to get easier for you. It's fucking not. You know, I put a post up on my Instagram today and if you're not following me on Instagram, you are mad. The post today was that adversity builds the man, comfort destroys the man. Now, I would assume that most of you who are listening to this would rather have comfort than adversity. Highly driven and highly successful people would rather have adversity. I love waking up and taking on challenge every day. Like, I actually love it. I love the pressure. I love the stress. I love the tension. I love the working hard. Now, Michael Jordan spoke about this quite heavily, about how he loved taking on greater challenges. He didn't want an easy game of basketball. He wanted to play the best people. If you have ever watched The Last Dance with Michael Jordan, in his comeback, he invited the top NBA basketballers to come and play on his private basketball court that was set up when he was filming Space Jam. So he was filming Space Jam on his comeback, and he invited the best basketball players to come and play. Why? Because he wanted to compare himself to the best. He wanted to see where he sat. He also knew watching other good players play would make him a little bit insecure, would make him see where his weak spots are, and he would close those gaps. He loved the challenge. He loved the adversity. Most of you motherfuckers out there that are listening to this right now, you would do anything to avoid adversity, which is why my inbox is full of people saying, how do I create financial freedom? And I say, right, we're going to work on you first. And they're like, oh man, I don't have the money. And I'm like, no shit, dickhead. If you had the money you'd have the right mindset. You don't have the right mindset, which is why you don't have the money. That's why you're fucking stuck. And I realized this when I was younger, right? Like, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I used to be like that. I was exactly the same. I grew up in the lower to lower middle class and I was an absolute dickhead. I used to think that when I was successful and had all this money, that then I would feel better about life. I would feel better about myself. I would be successful. Then what I realized is the more that I worked on myself, the more I realized I was successful, which is the reason why I had money. Until I realized that I was a success. I was a success because of all the adversities that I overcame and keep overcoming. I am successful because I'm disciplined. I'm focused. I have higher standards than the average person. I will outwork most. Therefore, I deserve greater wealth and I deserve it because I've earned it. Most of you have not earned it. That's why you don't have it. If you had it, you would have earned it, and you don't have it, so therefore you haven't earned it. And why haven't you earned it? It's not because of your hard work. A lot of you right now who are listening to this work your ass off. But what's the difference between someone who works hard and someone who works hard who has a wicked mindset? The wicked mindset thinks completely different. So you put the hard work with a high-value mindset, and they create great wealth. You put hard work with someone who is undisciplined, unfocused, doesn't have the right mindset, feels guilty, feels ashamed, beats the shit out of themselves all the time, feels like they're never good enough, goes and gets pissed on weekends, goes and does a line of Coke or you know, smashes a small bag of Coke on the weekend. Whatever the fuck that you guys do that is part of your vices, that is self-destructive, you're ruining your self-worth. You wake up and you feel worse the day after. Right? That is because you keep reminding yourself of your low value. If you feel guilty about anything that you're doing, you are lowering your value and you are lowering your worth. Now, sometimes to be successful, you have to go through that phase. I did it, and my client today, we were talking about it. And I said, look, for most of us, I used to believe that I was a piece of shit. And because I was a piece of shit that had no value, I used to remind myself that I was a piece of shit. And then what I would do is I would work really, really hard, start to get ahead a little bit, and then I'd fuck up everything. And I'd fuck up everything because the way that I got drive was that I had to keep reminding myself that I was a piece of shit, that I was worthless, that I was not good enough, that I was never achieving what I wanted. And that consistent feeling of insecurity and not feeling good enough and and not feeling like I was worthy pushed me. It made me work really, really hard. But then when I would get ahead financially or I would get ahead in my fitness results, in my health results, in my relationships, I would fuck them all up. Why? Because I didn't have the right mindset. Now, if you're thinking... I just need to know how to make more money. You are already lost. You are lost. You are never going to get ahead with that mindset. Right? And I'm going to tell you why. Because it is not the strategy. It is you. You are going to be the one who fucks it up. It is not the strategy. If you say to someone, here's the perfect diet, I guarantee they'll fuck it up. Why? Because it's not the strategy. It's not the diet. The diet works. The problem is the person fucks it up. Making money is easy. Getting ahead financially is easy. I tell everyone this, but what happens? Most people fuck it up. I have a friend of mine that I was talking to last week and he's like, man, I want to go and do day trading. And I said, why? And he goes, well, you know, I just want to make more money on the side and, you know, I want to set myself up financially. And I said, do you know the statistics on what happens when you day trade in the share account? And he goes, oh yeah, sort of. But, and I'm like, yeah, let me guess. You think that you're going to be different. Okay. Like everyone else. Right? You're unskilled, you're unexperienced, and you're going into a marketplace where the people that you're competing with are some of the smartest people. I'm like, look, dude, here's here's the honest truth. If you want to day trade in the share market, you're competing with the hardcore autistic dude that just sits there 24 hours a day, seven days a week, hardly sleeps and watches a computer screen. And that's his life, right? He, he understands bar graphs and mathematics and all that sort of shit. And he's employed by one of the biggest companies in the world. Whether it's a Wells Fargo or, actually, I don't even know if they're around anymore, but whether it's a Macquarie Bank, whether it's a Bank, these are the big traders. These are the ones who, who slam a billion, $2 billion into the market, or maybe even a million, a hundred million, 20 million, 50 million at a time. You're going to go in there with your hundred grand. You're going to sink it in and you're going to go, I'm going to beat the market. You are crazy, right? That's like me going into an MMA match with Conor McGregor at his prime and saying, you know what? I've I've been doing a little bit of boxing. I'm keen to learn. You're going to get your ass absolutely kicked. That's if you don't have your skull broken to pieces and your whole face needing to be reconstructed. That's what happens when people are stupid. And I said, you're being stupid. You're being stupid because you're trying to get rich quick. You've just turned 40. You're now starting to think, oh crap, I'm behind in life. And so now you're starting to play this mental mindfuckery where you think that you're behind. When you think that you're behind, you're going to react in a way. This is why gamblers keep gambling, because they try to make up for a loss. You're fucked, mate. That's what I said to him. And he looked at me and he said, yeah, but you know, I've got this good mentor and I've been reading these books. And I was like, dude, the mentor makes money from you. He doesn't make money from the market. I know that because I've worked with people who do day trading and they always lose their money. Right? They lose their money and then they go, oh, no, they don't really. Go and have a look at most of the crypto bros that threw in most of their money. The only ones that made a shitload of money and walked away were the ones who got in early, rode the wave on the way up, and then it was everybody else who was stupidly reacting that pushed the price up. Then when the price got slammed, all the people who jumped in too late got obliterated. Right, They lost their money or they're still in the market hoping that it will go back up. For their sake, yeah, I hope that it does. But really, great investing is a long game. Day trading, leave that to the absolute pros in the biggest companies with the biggest technology, with quantum computing and all that sort of stuff, because they are going to win. They are going to beat you and they're going to take your money. It's the same as when you walk into a casino. You might think that you're going to win, but believe me, the casino almost always win. Now, there might be one out of a million, maybe one out of two million, maybe one out of 10 million who beat the casino. They are one out of 10 million. Are you saying that you're that person? And he's like, well yeah, yo, no, I'm not sure. And I was like, dude, do what intelligent people do. Play the long game, not the short game. Right? It's the same as all the people who go to the gym in the 12-week challenges and go, you know what? When I lose all of the weight, then I will make a change. No, you fucking won't because you always act this way. You try to take shortcuts. You think that if I get the result, then I'm going to change my habits and my behaviors. When you change your habits and your behaviors, you get the results. How do you change your habits and your behaviors? You change your mindset. The mindset comes first, the habits and the behaviors and the disciplines come second, and then the results come third. You don't get the results and then change your habits, behaviors and disciplines. That's not how the game works. It doesn't. Very few people who do a 12 week challenge will walk away from a 12 week weight loss challenge and keep the weight off. Why? Because their mindset is fucking dog shit, right? That's as good as it's ever gonna be. And they're going to remind themselves how dog shit their mind is and how low their self-worth is when they fuck up once again, look in the mirror and go, I lost all of that weight. Now I've put it all back on. I feel like shit. And it's just another reminder that they are worthless, right? So guys, look, what does that have to do with money? The same thing happens in money. And so when I was talking to my client today, he was stuck financially. Now he's doing extremely well financially, but at the same time, he has a lot of bills. He has a lot of outgoing costs. You don't just make more money and life gets easier. You have more outgoing costs, more expenses, more staffing, more hiring. You know, he's got this big yacht that, you know, sometimes I go and do coaching sessions on. He's got nice cars, all of that shit. He has a more expensive lifestyle, just like you have a more expensive lifestyle, probably, than your past self. Because as you grow and as your money and your finances grow, you then spend more money, which means that you still have that same fear of going broke. So I sat down with him and I said, look, until we change your mindset, you ain't going to change the way you feel about money. And he said, what do you mean? And I said, look, you're chasing after money. That's the woman in the red dress. And he said, what does that mean? I said, right. Remember the matrix, the main character in the matrix. He is, I I think it's Neo. Neo is there. And he's being trained. I can't remember by the black dude, whatever his name is. He's training Neo. Then they're out there on the street. And there's people walking past everywhere. And they're coming through fast. And the next second, there's this woman in the red dress. This beautiful woman walks towards him. And he makes eye contact with her. And she smiles. And then his gaze follows her. And he gets distracted by her. The next second, he turns around. And the agents are right there. Now, the agents are there to capture him. Right? So what happened was he got distracted and he got caught. Now, what he was being taught was that the woman in the red dress is there as a distraction. Right now, you do not have the results that you want because you keep getting distracted on the wrong things. And if you don't have the money that you want, you're focusing on the wrong things and you're distracted by the wrong things. When I meet people and they're like, oh man, you know, I just want weekends and holidays and lazy and, you know, I want to chill out and all that shit. I'm like, dude, you are, you are focusing on the wrong thing. When you realize that you have a gift and you have a talent and you're here to give that to the world, then you start to win the game of life. Do you know why I do this? I'm recording this podcast now late into the afternoon. Why am I doing this? Because I have a gift that I have to share with the world. Do I get paid for it? Fuck no. I'm not making money from this podcast. Right? Yeah. I mean, some of you right now are probably going to invest in coaching. Probably a smart thing to do. Yeah, I'm probably going to make money into the future, but I've got to give first before I get. I have to add value to others before I get value back in return. I have to see value in myself and my knowledge and my mindset. Do you know how long that took me to build that belief that I have something that's valuable that I have to give the world? It took me 39 years, right? I'm 40 now. The last eight months, I've probably been thinking like this, but I realized that after I hit my own financial ceilings, I'd already made a million dollars in the business. Grant Cardone says this. That the worst person that you can listen to about money advice is a millionaire. And he said, because once you make your first million dollars, you'll start playing safe. Now, you don't play safe to get to a million dollars, but people, when they get to a comfort zone, they start playing safe. And when they play safe, that's the moment they become unsafe right in that moment because they lose their drive. They lose their ambition. They start worrying about what they're going to lose. They start becoming fear-driven. I did not understand that until it happened to me. I made the million dollars. And then I worked my ass off and I just kept my head just above water making a million bucks. And I did it for multiple years. And I was like, shit, how come I'm not getting ahead? But I kept thinking about what would happen if I lost our house? What happened if I took too many risks? What would happen if things didn't work out? And I went from being super driven where I was just super focused On what I had to get done, I was like, I will be a millionaire. I will be a millionaire. I will be a millionaire. I will have a million dollar business. And that's all I kept thinking all the time. Then I get to a million dollars and I'm like, shit, I don't want to lose the house. I don't want to lose what I've got. What happens if clients leave? And all of a sudden now I'm fear-driven. My mindset changed. Everything is mindset. My mindset shifted. Then what happened was for three years, we pretty much stayed at the exact same level. And I struggled. I struggled because I wanted growth. I wanted to achieve. I wanted to be better. But I'd let my mindset slip. I became more fear-driven. I became more safety oriented I started worrying more about resting. And I kept telling myself, oh man, I'm burnt out. I need a rest. I got undisciplined. I started eating more shitty food. I felt like crap about myself. And the more crap I felt about myself, the more I lowered my self-worth. And just to keep going at the same level that I was at. So I kept going to the same level that I was at. I had to work harder to try and keep that million dollars. And yeah, we made a million dollars, but I worked harder and harder and harder to keep it because I was trying to counteract the fear. It was crazy. Then it clicked to me and I went, oh shit. When I started playing the business game, I played to win. I played to get to the million dollars. I was like, I need to get there because that will validate my worth in life. And I thought that money would validate me. When I got there, I realized that money didn't validate me at all. And so when I was talking to this client today, I said, look, you're extremely successful. You are where you are. You've you've achieved a lot, but your mindset's changed. You're playing safe. You're not playing to win anymore. And I said, the other thing is that I've noticed is that your confidence has dropped. Now, I took him out to, to the mirror in my gym and, and I said, take off your shirt. And he took off his shirt and I said, what do you see? And he looked at himself in the mirror and he said, disappointment, shame, guilt not feeling good enough, not looking after myself, feeling like I'm not worth it. He gave me about 10 to 15 things that I wrote down. I turned him around. I said, look at what you told me. Not one of those told me that you're worth anything. Every one of those things showed me essentially that you're worthless, that you're a piece of shit and your life is going to reflect it. And I said, right now you're just stuck financially because you think that you're not worth the next level. You're waking up in the morning and you're worrying about things instead of waking up in the morning and being inspired to get up and go to work and do the things that you do. Not because you have to, but because that's what you're born to do. And he said, shit, you are so right. And then I told him to turn around and look into his own eyes. And I said, look, I'm going to read these words out to you and I want you to stay looking in your own eyes and tell me how you feel. I read them out and he started to well up. And he said, I can't believe I let myself get like this. I had goals. I had dreams. I know that they're still there. But I just let everything slip. I said, I know. You, me, everyone. We all do it. The thing that matters is how you deal with it now. And how we deal with it now is we have to change our mindset. So when I was sitting down with him and we were speaking about the red dress, so obviously we went back inside and we went back to my office and we started talking. I said, look, when you chase the woman with the red dress... Money is that woman with the red dress. It's a distraction. When you focus on money, you won't get the money because you're capped. Instead of focusing on money, focusing on who you need to be and what you need to become. Because the better you become and the more you're able to become a better version of yourself, the more valuable you become and the more valuable you become, the more life reflects that. And he said, so true. He said, when I kept working on myself and I was pushing myself hard and I'd wake up and I'd go to the gym and I'd eat better and I'd look after myself and I invested heavily in the coaching and I was rocking up for coaching sessions and, and all of that sort of stuff. Life was great because I just kept pushing and pushing and pushing and every day was like this new opportunity to just do something cool. But he said then business got big and heavy and I had more staff and more responsibilities and more overheads and I bought the yacht and I bought other things as well. And now I feel this heavy sense of responsibility and it just it's weighing down on me. And I said, I oh, know. I've been there. But what we do now is the only thing that matters. And so I said, right, let's get committed. We've got to commit back to not focusing on money. When you focus on money, you won't get it. You need to focus on what money represents. Money is bullshit. Anyone who focuses on money is lost. Money is an exchange of value, right? I want to make that clear. Money is an exchange of value. Therefore, when you value yourself more, you value your customers more, you value your boss more, You value the company that you work for more. You value the companies that you do business with more. You value your life more. Then you get more value. People want to be around people who are inspired, who are interesting, who are entertaining, who are engaged. If I had to hire someone, like if I'm going to hire a salesperson, I want to hire a salesperson that's engaged, who feels that they're getting value from the company, that feels like they want to be here, that that they have a purpose to be a great salesperson. I don't want to work with a sales guy who's just coming to work to make money because that person is going to be hot and cold or they're going to be over aggressive. They're not going to work well in a team. They're not here for the company. They're here for themselves. And they're here for themselves because they think that if they do a great job, they're going to get validated. Right? That's a dead giveaway. People who tend to work as individuals do so because they feel like they're going to get validation. And they feel like if they crush everybody else in the process, they're winning in life. When you crush everybody else around you, you're a piece of shit still and you know it and you've got no people around you that like you. That's not validation. People who do that don't even realize that they're, all they're trying to do is create self-validation and they're never going to get it because they're trying to use other people to get self-validation and the other people around them aren't going to like them because they're always trying to crush or step on everybody else to win. That makes no sense. When you work together as a team and you see that everybody in your life is on your team, you right now who are listening to this podcast, you're on my team. This is Team Mojo, that's why I say every episode I normally start with, I didn't this one by the way, but every episode I start with driven mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Why? Because we're part of the Driven Mofo community. We're a community of driven individuals that want to be better, that want to do more, that want to achieve more. Now, if you put yourself in an environment of those types of people, we all work together in order to crush results. I can't win in my life without having a community of people who believe in what I do, who know that I can help them. I can't do that. You know, I see these morons on social media and they're like, they see one of my Facebook ads. They've never met me before. And they're like, you're a scammer. You rip people off. You know, you've got no qualifications and right. Those fucking douchebags, right? They always have their profile photo as a fucking cat. My point is, right, those types of people try to discredit other people around them because it's the only way that they can get self-validation. I personally don't give a shit what a dude with a cat photo thinks. I'm not a huge fan of Andrew Tate, even though I did an episode on Andrew Tate. I'm not a huge fan. I don't look up to him or anything like that. But he said something so awesome, which most people hate, but it's so true. He said, what color is your Bugatti? Now, what he's saying is, I've got a $3 million car. What is your car worth? Now, cars aren't everything, But when you look at someone's life, if someone's way more successful, they're going to have a better life. Sitting there and saying, oh, you're a fucking scammer and you rip people off and fucking you can say whatever you want. They still shit over you because they have a better life than you, right? Whether you like it or not, you can say, oh, that person's probably on steroids, but whether you like it or not, they've got a fucking better body than you, right? You can look at someone and go, oh, their missus is a Barbie doll. Yeah, but the missus is probably hotter than yours, right? So you can try to discredit people, but that doesn't do anything. All it does is it gives you an immediate sense of validation or gratification that you're doing okay and that they're a piece of shit. But the truth is they're probably crushing it and enjoying life, right? They're doing their thing. Not everybody, right? I'm generalizing. But my point is, instead of doing that, look at your life and say, how can I be better? When you do that, you're going to win the game of life. Hi Mofos! you're probably aware that I've been working flat out on our social media presence to try to expand our community of Mofos globally. I've been posting tons of free content to keep you inspired, driven, and working towards your goals. So if you haven't already followed and subscribed to all my social media channels, please make sure you do so as I post different content on different platforms. The links are available in the description of this podcast down below. Now, when it comes back to money, money is the woman in the red dress. It's a fucking distraction. And when I was talking to this business owner, he said, you know, I keep thinking like, shit, I've got all these bills. I need to make money. I've got to collect the money. And he's like, it's just all this consistent pressure of money, 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 money. I've got to get the money in the door. I've got to pay the bills. I got to." And he's like, it is. It's an absolute distraction. And I said, I know. I said, look, imagine waking up tomorrow and going, right, how do I add value to the world? And that's your first thought when you wake up. And then you remind yourself that you are born to share the gift of business with the world because you are born to be an entrepreneur. You're born to be a business owner. And then you're born to be a great leader. Now, you may have had to work on those skills, right? Like I've had to work a lot on my communication skills, my leadership skills, my mindset. But from a young kid, I was a leader. I used to lead people down the wrong path all the time. I remember being at school and, and other kids getting in trouble because of how I what I would do, right? I remember getting my mum to do my homework sometimes, right? I, because I could lead people around me. But I had to learn and develop those skills, right? The same as any skill. You can be naturally talented at something. But if you don't put effort and energy to grow, the kid without the talent who puts in the effort and energy will end up being better than you. I went to school with so many highly talented, highly intelligent kids, great at sports, good looking, all of those things. Now I look at them and I go, not all of them, but the majority of them, I look at them and I'm like, fuck, I would never want your life, right? Because they had everything. They just didn't put in the effort. I was like the fat ranger kid that girls never liked, that- you know, it was the dumb shit at school that was put in special classes, who was always in trouble all the time, who got expelled, who was in trouble at home. I was a fucking dropkick. And the moment I realized that I was a dropkick and that I had to change, that was like the most powerful day of my life because I realized that it was in my hands. And I could be anything that I wanted to be. And if I just worked my ass off and I outworked everybody, I would eventually win. I still have that mentality. The thing is now I realize that hard work isn't the only solution. That's part of the game. But you can work hard and still be a brain-dead idiot and still not get anywhere. I meet people like that all the time. They're like, oh, man, I work so hard. And they do. These are those blue-collar workers that just slug away and slug away, and they're working so hard. And I look at them, and I'm like, man, they work so hard. They're the soul of the earth. My family are a lot of blue-collar workers, and I was a blue-collar worker. I wouldn't say I'm a white-collar worker now or anything like that. I'm just, I'm a casual shirt worker. I don't know what that means. But my point is, right? That These people work extremely hard. They put in a lot of effort and a lot of energy, but they don't get rewarded for how hard they work, right? Then you've got white-collar workers, and a lot of those work extremely hard. These are the guys and girls who go to university. They get good grades. They're highly intelligent. They go through. They get these great jobs. And then 20 years down the track, they're still stuck. They're stuck in a financial position. They they really haven't risen through the ranks. They're just living life. They've got a family now. They're just cruising. But they're not really getting anywhere either, And if they want to make more money, they've got to work harder because they don't have another strategy, right? And some of those became lazy. They became a little bit complacent as well because they had it easier when they were younger because maybe they did have the talent. The people that really crush it in life are those who are prepared to work hard, who feel like they have a meaningful purpose for their life, who have clarity around what they want, who have high standards, who wake up every day and say, I've got something to give to the world and I'm going to do the best that I can. You know, when I see people doing a shit job, like when I see a carpenter who just goes, oh man, I'm just chucking up houses because, you know, I just I just want to get paid and I just want to have a weekend. And I want to buy a boat and a jet ski. I have no respect for that person. I'm like, you're a piece of shit. Because that person, first of all, is devaluing themselves. They devalue their work. And then the person who's paying them is going to get undervalued work. And our whole society is full of this shit at the moment. Right, That's why someone goes and they're more worried about buying three TVs for their house at $100 than buying a $500 TV or a $1,000 TV that is actually high quality. Because most people don't want quality, they just want to consume shit. And they want to consume shit because they think more is better and more isn't better. More money is not better in life. Right, That's if you chase money. But if you want to build a better life, then you've got to build a better you. And that's my point of this whole episode. Is If you want to make more money, you build a better you. When you build a better you, you'll have a better life. When you have a better you and a better life, you'll make better money because you have everything that you need. And The moment that you wake up and you're grateful for the life that you have, when you look at your intimate partner and you're like, shit, how did I get so lucky? And Then you wake up and you walk into your house and you're like, fuck, how cool is that that I get to own my own house because most people around the world don't own their own home. And You sit there and you go, wow, I'm lucky to own my own home. I'm lucky that the bank value me enough as a customer to give me a fucking loan. Because some people aren't valuable enough for the banks to give them a loan. Then you go to work and you go, wow, I'm lucky to have a job because there are people out there who are unemployed, who work. They just don't have skills. They don't have the intelligence. They don't have the work ethic. And they might be trying to get a job. I've met plenty of people who are like, I would love to work, but they just don't have the skills. They don't have the work ethic. You know, they want the money and they want the job, but they just don't want the responsibility and shit like that. The same as management. I meet a lot of people who are like, I deserve to be manager. And I'm like, no, you don't. Because if you deserve to be manager, you'd be one. The thing is, you don't deserve to be a manager because you're not a good manager. If you were a good manager and you woke up and you were grateful to be a manager, you'd be a great manager. But a job title as a manager is just shit, right? I've had people who worked for me before who I gave a management role to who were underqualified for the management role and they almost fucking destroyed my whole company. And then when I said to them, look, I need to put you back into your old position. You know, if you still want to work for the company, I need to put you back into your own, own job role. They lost their shit. They were like, you never gave me a chance. You never, I don't need to give people chances. I create my chances. And my question to you is, do you create your chances in life? Do you create the life that you want? And when I say, do you create the life that you want? It doesn't come through work. It comes through, do you create the mindset that has earned the right to have the life that you want? Do you create the value inside of your own head, which means that you make intelligent decisions, you think more effectively, you see the value in yourself, you see the value in others. Do you have all the things that are going to make you a great individual that other people want to be around that are going to pay you well? And if the answer is no, then there's already your biggest gap. What I know is that the more that I've worked on me, the more I value me. The more I value me, the more I value others. The more I value others, the more money I make. Why? Because I just want to help other people. I feel like I'm born with a gift and I feel like I have to share it with the world. That's why I do what I do. So, with the woman in the red dress talking to this client, my point was that he was distracted by this idea of money. I have to make more money so that I can pay bills. Yet, in the past, he made money, he paid bills, had leftover money, bought a better car, made more money, you know, had more bills, had some leftover, bought a yacht. If you keep living like that and thinking like that and thinking that validation comes through the shit that you buy, you're already fucked because you're always going to be in a vicious cycle with money. When you realize every morning that you have everything, even when you have nothing, you've won the game of life. And this is why I tell people consistently, right? I had this conversation multiple times in the last 24 hours. If you take away everything, I still have everything. You can take away everything that I've got, take away my cars, take away the house, take away everything, take away the business. I'll still crush it. I'll do better than most people who are listening to this right now. I'll do better than most of you. Why? Because I have discipline. Discipline is something that you earn. It's not something that you have. I don't have discipline. I earned my discipline. I have high standards. I have a strong work ethic. I have high self-worth. I have high value for myself and others. I believe in me. I believe in others. I believe that I'm put here to do something great. And because of that, I do that. And because of that, you can take away everything. And I guarantee I'll be back in the exact same place that I am right now in one to two years. Now, if you give someone, let's say someone who has low self-worth, not a lot of knowledge, not a lot of experience, the wrong mindset, give them a million bucks, see what happens. Bang, it's gone. Why? Because they were never worth it in the first place. So if you give high value in the form of money to someone with low value, they will always go back. To the value that they believe they're worth. And so in summary. You have the life that you believe that you're worth. If you look at your life right now and you go shit. I'm not where I want to be. That's because you're not where you need to be. You're not working on yourself enough. You're not growing enough. You're not investing enough in you. That's a tough pill to swallow. But it's true. Some of you will use this as a tool to empower yourself to actually commit to growth. Some of you won't. Some of you will think that I'm being an asshole. That's fine. Because my life's good. I don't really care if you believe I do what I do for whatever reason. I don't care. My life is about my life. Your life is about your life. So if you want to have a better life, then it's time to make better decisions that will get you that better life. And the way to do that is, first of all, create a better mindset. When you have a better mindset, you'll have better emotional control. When you have better emotional control, you'll have better outcomes through your actions and your behaviors. So if you don't work on your mindset first, you can't control the way you feel. If you can't control the way you feel, you can't control the way you act. And if you can't control the way you act, you'll eventually have an out-of-control mind. So if you work on your mindset first, you then create the emotional stability that you want in order to achieve what you want. And then you're ready for the next level. I wouldn't be at the level that I'm playing at right now with the opportunities that keep coming my way if I wasn't pushing hard and consistently growth-driven. I guarantee when someone says to me, and this is why I don't really give a fuck or nor do I have sympathy for most people. This week alone, I've probably sent out, I've had probably 10 to 20 people put in their numbers for coaching. When I call them, when I message them, they always say, oh man, it's expensive. And I'm like, I get it, you're not worth it. Because if you were worth it, it wouldn't be expensive. Expensive is relative. If you said to me, Would you sell your car to create a mindset of that same value, fucking oath, every day of the week? I would sell my half a million dollar car and invest half a million dollars into my mindset because I know if I did that, I would have the next half a million dollar car in no time or I'd have a million dollar car. My mindset has always been my priority since I was young, right, since I was in my 20s. And I've gone without food, I've borrowed money, I have loaned money, I've asked for help, I have negotiated deals I used to do courses based off referrals. So I would refer people and say, hey, come with me to these courses. And because of that, I would get like someone would say, hey, look, if you get 10 people to come along, I'll give you the course for free. And I'm like, done. I would always negotiate deals if I I could. Because I believed that if I could work on my mindset, I would eventually create the life that I wanted. Because I knew that my mindset, the value that I saw in my mind became the value that I lived in life. Most people think that the value that they live in life is eventually going to change the way they think and feel about themselves and the way that they think and feel about life. It never works like that. It'll never work. And I guarantee you've probably been trying your whole life, trying to change the external world so that you feel better about yourself. I guarantee it doesn't fucking last long. Driven Mofos, this is your time to change. This is 2024. We are almost the first month into the year, okay? January is almost gone. If you committed to New Year's resolutions, and we're already at the end almost next week, we will be at the end of January. If you have not made those commitments to change, you already know your biggest fuck up is your mindset. Your biggest weakness is your mindset. You have a mindset that keeps putting things off, that allows you to be undisciplined, unfocused. That is going to be your ultimate destruction. You will never have what you want until you start investing in fixing that mindset and changing the way that you feel. Because your decision-making strategy is not where it needs to be in order to be a high-level performer and someone of high value. If you are somebody as well who is sort of just cruising along, getting to the end of January should freak you out. December is a write-off, right? December is a write-off. So you've got 10 months until the end of the year. And we're already essentially a month down. If that doesn't frustrate you and piss you off enough to make change, then you're probably not driven enough you probably don't have high enough standards or you're not clear enough around what you want in life. Hopefully, this podcast right now is the is the time for you to sit there and go, you know what, shit, I have to make a change and I'm going to do whatever it takes. When you do whatever it takes, you'll have whatever you want. But most of you will not do whatever it takes to get whatever you want, which is why you don't have whatever you want. If that frustrates you or any of the things that I've said during this episode have frustrated you or sparked some enthusiasm or whatever, Make sure you either get your tickets to Thrive Time or DM me. Go to my website, michaelmojo.com. Put in your details for coaching and let's work together. And let's make magic happen because you're 10 months away until the end of this year and it's going to be 2025 and it's probably going to be another wasted year. Or most of you who are doing just a little bit better than you did last year. And both of those two things suck. If you're listening to this podcast, I guarantee you that you know and want to do so much better in life. There's something inside of you that says, I can be more, do more, and have a better life. I guarantee it or else you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. So then if that's true, what is really stopping you from living that life? And I guarantee it's not hard work. It's all the mindset and emotional patterns that stop you from being as effective as you could be. Because I guarantee you're self-sabotaging, self-destructing, lowering your standards to the people around you, or you just don't know what you're doing and you have to change that. Tony Robbins said something amazing. He said, it's the state that you consistently feel. It's your emotional states, your story, and then your strategy. So if you keep having the same mindset, you're going to have the same stories that you keep repeating to yourself. If you keep repeating the same stories, you're going to keep repeating the same strategy or execution, and that's going to keep you stuck. So it's time to change. Go to michaelmojo.com. Put in your details right now for coaching. There's either business coaching there or there's mindset coaching. Mindset is mindset and lifestyle coaching. Put in your details, let's work together, let's make this year your year because your life is more important than money and until you realize that, you'll never have the money that you want. That's why I give up money any day of the week in order to have the things that I want. Most people are afraid to give up money which is why they don't have the lifestyle that they want because they never think of the things that they want as being valuable. Now, when someone doesn't invest in themselves, that 100% tells me right now that they don't believe that they're valuable. When I see someone with a $30,000 car And a $3,000 mindset, or they're complaining about spending money on a $3,000 course to improve their mindset, it tells me that they believe that their mindset is worth zero and their car is worth 30 grand. That way their car is worth more than they're worth. That will never get you to where you want in life. My mindset is worth more than my house. My mindset is worth more than my cars. My mindset is worth more than anything. That's why I spent more money than anything on it. But after a while, what will happen is you will start making more money and have more lifestyle than your mindset because everything compounds. Like now I'm starting to get to the place where there's more money coming in than my mindset, right? Now I've spent millions on it, on the mindset that is. But that's because now everything's starting to compound. At first, it was like, shit, I don't even have money to go to a basic course, but I would find it and I would push myself. Then I would go to the next one, then the next one, then the next one. And every time I struggled to get there, I struggled with time, I struggled with money, but I kept pushing and eventually I got there. And I got there to where now, you know, if I have a new mentor and he's like, it's 50 grand a year, I'm like, bang, done. Now it's always a challenge. I'm like, oh shit, I got to go find 50 grand, but I don't have it, but I go get it because I believe in myself that I can find it. Okay. Tony Robbins also said, it's never the resources, it's the resourcefulness. If you don't have what you want, it's probably because you lack resourcefulness. It's not the resource. It's the resourcefulness. So Driven Mofos, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I really wanted to come with this one because today was a massive eye-opener for me with this client. There were so many good things that were were said and worked through. And you know, I just got a text message actually while I was on here. He said, mind-blowing session today, appreciate it. This is what happens when you invest in yourself. I guarantee it, it will change the way you live forever. And I don't mean invest in yourself in a comfortable way. I mean, go step outside of your comfort zone, push yourself to the limit and watch what happens. You'll build a new level of self-worth that you've never built before. Anyway, Driven Mofos, take care. I appreciate each and every one of you. Keep pushing hard. Live to high standards. That's what I'm here for. I want to have the the community with the highest standards, with the most driven people, people who are living the coolest lifestyle. That's what I love. That's why I work with the people that I work with and why I do these episodes. Driven Mofos, have a great day. Keep kicking ass and keep your standards high. I'll see you on the next episode.